0: Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now, here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. I'm telling you, Jesus is real. And that's it's a real nice thing. Now you know what I'm talking about, lift your hands to the Lord and stay with me. Jesus is all. He's all the whole world. Gone base <laughs> the world for me. He is. he is my life. He's everything He's that I hope for. Yeah. You should just be waving your arms in the air. That I need my God when I am lonely. He gives me comfort. Somebody find Xavier and hunt him down. We haven't seen him. We're not letting our family members go missing. He lifts me up. He fills my cup, yeah. Without Jesus. Come on now. Face the day. Without the Lord on my side. Come on now. I will say this without my Savior in my All I would do is fail. My God, thank you, thank you. The ship in the without a sail. Get excited about much, but I'll tell you this. If you want to know the deal, I'm telling you, Jesus, is real. And that's a real nice thing. Oh good. Thank you, Kai. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Kai. Thank you. Ah, thank you. I appreciate that. Good morning, good morning. I don't get excited about much. Um, uh, and people will tell you, like, I get excited, but I'm kinda like even killed when it comes to most things. But I am always excited about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because he is so real and he has been so, so good to me. He is so faithful, like he has been just so wonderful so awesome so mighty and I don't say this because like my life has been perfect but my life hasn't been perfect in him and even when it looks like things are not working out for me they are working out for my good and I promise you the same thing that even when it looks like things are not working out for you things are working out for your good because all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord all things all things the bad the good the ugly the stray, the distraught, everything works for the good of those that love God. And I promise you, if you stay in that place, you'll begin to renew your mind. Well, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I am Lakeisha M. Johnson, aka LMJ. And I am just so glad to be here with you today. I'm just so grateful for God's grace. I'm so grateful for God's mercy. I'm so grateful for God's love and I'm even more so grateful that I get to share the Word of God with you today and we get to step together and we get to eat together. There is something that we have come to recognize if this is your very first time that small bites still equal a meal. And so we chew the word of God very slowly. Um, We digest the word of God. We spend time building a relationship with him because most of us that sup together in the morning, we realize that we cannot do uh, what we need. We cannot, we cannot without having a relationship with God. We cannot. And so we've just kind of positioned ourselves. Oh, I got coffee. I got my coffee. I got my coffee. I've been drinking my coffee. We've just positioned ourselves um in, in a space and a place in which where we just want to know more about God. We want to spend more time with God. We want to be there with God. Hey Xavier. Hey, how how you doing? Good morning. Um, um, and we are a family here and I'm super, super excited about what's happening in the kingdom of God and what's happening with everybody here. Thank you, Kai. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, and I am just, I'm just, God is glorious. God is amazing. Um, and like, we're family. Like, I look for you guys. When I don't see you after a while or you're missing, I start hunting your pages. <laughs> Or the ministry team starts saying, have you seen so-and-so? Or how come we haven't seen so-and-so? Where is so-and-so? Like, we start looking for you guys. We're praying for you. We want to know if you're okay. We are um, We are so sincere about our relationship with the people that we're building relationships with. This is not us just... Uh, of this is not us just here we are here and we are family here right and we're gentle and we're kind and we're loving and we just kind of grow we're growing together and it's been the most exhilarating and most powerful thing that i've seen just this community of believers right here up early in the morning. Some of us get it at 5 a.m. Some people come in at six, some people come in at seven. But we are still a family. I didn't say you was running, Xavier. I just couldn't I didn't, I hadn't seen you in a couple of days. I need to see your face. I need to see your face. I need to see your little me. I mean. We looking for you. We 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 go we we're after we're after our one. <laughs> we're after our one. So don't go missing. Or we're gonna come love on you, we're gonna come look for you, we're gonna come trying to find you, we're gonna wanna know if you okay, we're gonna know what's going on. We grieve together, we 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 grow together. If somebody is suffering, we are all suffering. That's what this community does. We don't we don't leave anybody behind. If we feel like you straying, we just gonna come nudge you back into love. But we also have a level of transparency here and vulnerability that just allows you to be you. So take this position this morning. You ain't got to be at a certain place. You ain't got to know all the right words. You ain't got to be on point. Good morning. Come on. You ain't got to be on point. You, gotta, you ain't got to have it all together. You ain't got to have it all figured out. That's not what we do here. We get the word of God. We eat the word of God. We rightly divide the word of God. And then we let the Holy Spirit go do the rest of the work. So if you were trying to figure out why you are here. Guess what? You are here because this is the place that God wanted you to be in this morning. And we welcome you into our family. We welcome you into the fold. When we get back to where we're having services on campus, we're going to welcome you on campus. Tuesday night, we do a ladies' Bible study. Friday, we have a new devotional that's for men and women. It's from 12 to 12.30 um, thank you for that, Orlandria, and we just here. We here with you, and we invite you here. So I am just. Okay, yeah, I definitely will be praying for London, and we just stand, um, we just stand in and the gap for each other. So we just love you. We just love y'all. I just love you. Can I pray? Right? Uh, Yeah, I, I, Constance, I'm glad God accepts us where we are too. Right? Because man doesn't, man doesn't accept us where we are. Good morning, Luana. I think we got some new faces coming on. Hey, if if you're new to the devotional or you just shaking a little howdy, will you let us know if this is your first time? so that we can welcome you. I, I promise you you won't regret it. We won't we won't blast you, but we want to be able to acknowledge you and welcome you. Hey Elisa, good morning. Um Canada's in the house. Like God is so good. Canada's in the house. Oh, Thank you for that Berta. So we want to make sure we welcome you. If you have a prayer request, please drop it. If I don't see your prayer request, someone from the ministry team, someone will begin to pray for you. Someone will begin to stand in the gap for you. Sometimes I can't see all the prayer requests. If you want to us to specially pray for you, send us a prayer request at contact us at LakeishaMJohnson.com or info at JustBeingLMJ. Oh, that's so awesome. Yes. Um, make sure like just contact us and we would love to lift you up and we would love to pray there Pray for you, and we would love to be there for you. Come on, our Ontario, Canada, in the house. Good morning, good morning. So let's start. Let's let's pray. Um, let's pray for each other. Let's start lifting each other up. Let's pray in the name of Jesus. We are here. I saw you need strength, Meredith. We're gonna pray for your strength. I saw London needs healing. We're gonna pray for London here. I see you, Kamara, saying y'all need prayer. I think I saw you lost your father recently, and we know that God is with the grieving heart. We know that God is with a grieving heart. He is with a grieving heart. He is with us. He is merciful towards those that need him and towards a grieving and broken heart. God is with the grieving heart he is. And I just love how he envelops us and wraps us in his arms and he will just encapsulate us in our love. And so we just think that the angels are encamped around you and your family right now that even though your dad is not here with you, that God is with you, that he will comfort you, that he will love you, that he will show you mercy, that you guys will experience his love like never, ever, 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 ever before. And even though the absence may be there and the pain may be so real, I just decree and declare today that you find your comfort in God Almighty who loves you beyond your circumstance, beyond the Situation beyond the death of your father. Right now, in Jesus' name, I just thank you that you experience his love like never before and that you guys will begin to draw in strength, that you guys will be on one accord, that no weapon formed against you shall prosper, that you will experience the depth and measure of God's love like never, ever, ever, ever before. Father God, we thank you for strength this morning. We thank you for grace this morning. We thank you for love this morning. We thank you. You are healer. We thank you, Lord God, that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. We bind every satanic attack, every plot, every ploy, every demon, every devil in hell that has tried to come for our peace, that has tried to come for our minds, that has tried to come for our health, that has tried to come for our money. We bind you back to the pits of hell from which it came. You have no, no authority, no say-so in our life, and we take our rest in Jesus and we thank you that Jesus rescued us on the cross. And that is our resolve today, Lord God. And Father God, we trust you. We love you. And without a doubt, we know that you are faithful, Lord God. And even when our eyes cannot see it, Lord God, we thank you that the Holy Spirit will begin to overwhelm us. With the truth, my God, that you loved us to death, that you loved us till death, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that we are anchored in your word. We thank you, Father God, for this time in your word. We thank you, Father God, for just your love, your peace, your supernatural peace. Zap us with your supernatural peace. Let us feel your presence. Holy Spirit, be with us today. We thank you. We thank you. We come to know you as comforter. We thank you, Lord God, for the truth that you are the only truth and we will not take our resolve in anything else. So, Father God, just forgive us. Forgive us this morning for any sin we've committed against you or anyone else, Lord God. Thank you this morning for a fresh anointing. Thank you. We are blameless in your sight. Thank you, Lord God, that just no weapon formed against us shall prosper. No demon, no devil in hell shall come near our dwelling. We thank you, Lord God, the angels are encamped around us. We thank you, Father God, that you are a healer and that every fiber, every tissue, and every cell in London's body aligns with the word of God. We thank you, Father God, that no weapon, no weapon shall prosper against London. We thank you, Lord God, right now you are clearing out her lungs. We thank you that her bronchial tubes are open. We thank you, Father God, that this cough is gone in Jesus' name, for we know you to be healer. We have seen the miracles. We've seen the wonder. We have seen you, Lord God. we thank you for your very present help when we are in trouble, Lord God, and we take our rest, our comfort, in who you are, and we stand in your grace. and we stand in your grace and we stand in your grace because we are learning every day that your grace is enough. Father God, we thank you for being provider for you said you would supply all all our needs according to your riches and glory. You said, David said, you've never seen, we've never seen the righteous forsake you, nor your seed go begging for bread, Lord God. So I thank you, Lord God, that we stand in need of nothing, that you daily load us with benefits, Lord God, that you are our reasonable daily portion of health and daily portion of finances and what we need, our protection, Lord God, and our joy, and we find our strength in you. We take our resolve in that and we find our strength in you, Lord. Lord God. And we just ask for grace and more grace, Lord God. We just ask for energy, Lord God. We just ask, Father God, for your help, Lord God. For we can do absolutely nothing without you, Lord God. Father God, you said if we had the faith of a mustard seed, the faith, Lord God, that that was so potent and strong that we could speak to the mountain and cast it in the sea, Father God. So we thank you, Lord God, that we have authority over the mountains in our life, the mountains of debt, Lord God, the mountain of poverty, the mountain of fear, the mountain of doubt, the mountain of worry, the mountain of anxiety. And we speak to you now and tell you, you have no precedent in our life and we command and cast you in the sea, Father God. And we thank Thank you, Lord God, that we are full of faith and we are full of of hope, Lord God, and that we will not be moved, that we are anxious for absolutely nothing, Lord God, and we are praising you in advance, Father God, for the victory, Lord God, for the victory, Lord God. You, We are praising you in advance, Lord God, and for those of us that are hopeless or who have been hopeless, Lord God, we thank you, Father God, that we feel your supernatural peace, Father God, restore hope again in your people. Restore hope. Let the evidence be in Christ Jesus. Father God, let them know that this is not their final story, Father God. My God, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you and deal with the spirit of loneliness. Every person that is feeling lonely, my God, that is feeling lonely, Lord God, I thank you that they come to know you as bootang and lover of their soul, Lord God. And if they're missing their parents, that you're a father to the fatherless, Lord God. I thank you that they come to understand that they are not orphaned, that even though it seems like they are widowed, you are the kinsman redeemer, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that you can restore the time. My God, Lord God, I thank you, Father God, for just repairing the breach, Lord God. I thank you for whatever the cankerworm and the locust ate up, Lord God, that you are restoring that, Father God. Fill our cup, Lord God. Fill our cup, Lord God. We need your mercy. We need your grace. We need your love. We need your peace. We need you, Jesus. We need you. We need you. We need you. We need you. We need you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you are divinely aligning our lives with the Word of God we thank you, Lord God, when you were bruised for our iniquities, Jesus, chastised for our peace, Father God, you took it all upon you. So by your stripes, we are healed. That is spirit, that is soul, that is body. We thank you for your nourishment, El Shaddai. We thank you, Father God, King of kings and Lord of lords. You are the great I am. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are Jehovah Rohi. You are, you are El Shaddai. You are more than enough. We are not lacking anything, for we find all we need in you. My God, give us our daily portion. Give us our daily bread. Let thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let your kingdom be in our finances. Let your kingdom be in our relationships. Let your kingdom be in our marriages, Lord God. Let your kingdom be in our friendships, Lord God. Let your kingdom be on Facebook. Let your kingdom be on YouTube. Let your kingdom be on Instagram. Now, Daddy God, we ask you that your favor goes before us. Give us favor with you and favor with man, Lord God. We need favor, Lord God. There are some of us that need new homes, Lord God. We need your favor. There are some of us that need new transportation. We need your favor. There are some of us that need new... relationships, we need your favor, Lord God. We need your favor, Lord God. We do, we do. Some of us need divine appointments and assignments. We need your favor, Lord God. Some of us need doors open. We need your favor, Lord God. Some of us need strength to close doors. We need your favor, Lord God. We need your favor. For your favor supersedes anything in the natural, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for supernatural increase, Lord God. We thank you for opening doors no man can shut, Lord God we thank you lord god you are with us lord god we petition the heavens oh lord according to hebrews 1 lord god the angels excel in strength and go do our bidding so we release our angels throughout the earth, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for divine increase, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. My God, for this, we're not talking about capitalism. We're asking you, Lord God, to put the wealth in our hands, Lord God, so that we can go about our father's business, so we can supply the kingdom, Lord God, so we can start businesses, Lord God, that glorify you, Lord God, so we can open up schools, Lord God, that glorify you, Lord God. My God, God, let us take our rest in you. Let us be assured in your promises. Let us be assured in your word. Let us be assured in hope, Lord God. Father God, if we wrongly charged you and brought any grievance before you, Father, please forgive us. We will not charge you wrongly. We will not grieve you. We will We will not. We will take our position that you are a good, good father, <laughs> that you are a good, good God. My God, we thank you for our relationship with you. And even if that relationship hasn't been the best, Father God, we thank you. Thank you, Lord God, that you are renewing the relationship. You are renewing our mind. We thank you for a steadfast relationship with you. We thank you we are immovable. We thank you our feet won't run quickly, swiftly into evil. We thank you, Lord God, that you are helping us deal with our gossiping tongues, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, that we bind our mind to the mind of Christ, Lord God. And we thank you, you are helping us with our anxiety and our fear and our worry that you are strong when we are weak. Strengthen us in our weaknesses today, oh Lord. We need your help, Holy Spirit. There are things that we've been trying to overcome in our own strength, says the Lord. And you will not be able to do this alone. You will not be able to overcome addiction without God. You will not be able to come over, overcome lust and spirit perversion. You will not be able to overcome that without God. You need God for this. You, you've you been trying to do it by yourself, but you need God for this, to break the addiction, to break the stronghold, to break the lust, to cancel the assignment. You need God for this. You're not going to be able to do it. So Holy Spirit, give us help. Father God, provide the strength. Jesus, we need an audible. We need you. We need the blood of Jesus over this thing. We need to receive it by faith. Lord God, thank you. Let us be anchored in your truth. Let us not quench the Holy Spirit. Let us not fall into diverse temptations. Lord God, keep us from evil. Forgive us those that trespass against us and forgive us our trespasses, Lord God. My God, I thank you. Let your will be done in our life. Let your will be done on this earth, Lord God. Let us be positioned in your arms of safety. We thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost. We thank you for separating the wheat from the tare. We thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost. We thank you for grace and brand new mercy And because Jesus says so. We rest in you. We rest in the promises. We rest in your love. We rest in your truth. We rest in your truth. We rest in your truth my God. We rest in your truth oh Lord. I thank you. 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 My God, my God, my God! Before we get into our teaching today, can I just say this? And I'm being serious. I just want to say this. Like, and 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 sometimes we just need to hear somebody say this, right? So that we can disconnect. So that we can make the transition. Um, you, I was seeing this when I was praying. Like, you don't have to like rest. The Holy Spirit was talking to me. You don't have to keep staying in the same broken relationships. Just because you're lonely. You know that the relationship is not even worth your time. You know that. Like you know that the relationship is not even worthy of you, and it can be a friendship, it can be a, a it can be a, a, a intimate relationship, it can be a relationship between whatever it is. You you know, like you've been feeling the burden of this relationship, like you've been feeling the burden of the relationship. You know that this relationship is not even worth your time. You just been like doing it because you're lonely. That's what the Holy Spirit showed me that you've been just in the relationship because you're lonely, right? You just been dealing, but you know, it's not good for you. And you know, it's not worth your time. And the Lord is saying, if you will release the relationship, I promise I will fill you up. Like, I will fill you up if you will just release the relationship. If you'll ask me to help you to walk away from the relationship. I will give you the strength to let it go. And I I promise you, I will fill you up. I will give you exactly what you need. I will fill in your lonely places. You will never get the contentment you need from this relationship because the relationship is not worthy of you. It's not worthy of who you are. It's not the place God, God is calling you to. And so you don't have to be reduced to a relationship in which you know is not worthy of you. Every time you engage the relationship, it reduces your value. Like it reduces your value. It takes off your worth. It scales you back. And you are like a bright and shining star. You are a diamond. You are so precious. You are so valuable to God. And this isn't just for a woman. This can be a man or a woman. The person knows who they are. They they know who they are. Whoever this is for, you are too valuable to stay in a relationship that is not worthy of you. It's it's too you're too you're too valuable to God. You're too valuable. You're too you are you are you're way too value. You're too full of purpose. You got too much inside you. You got too much. God wants to do through you. You are not stuck in your present state. But loneliness will have you entertaining a relationship that you have absolutely no business entertaining. It could be just a friendship. It could be somebody that you're dating, but you don't have to continue to entertain this relationship just because your loneliness. God is coming to you today and saying, look, if you'll release and let this relationship go, I will begin to fill you up, right? And can I tell you something? I'm the testimony. I'm your living witness. I promise I am. I'm your, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, I can't tell you all my story, but I promise you when I made a decision that I was not going to entertain any relationship that was not going to give God the glory that was not going to honor God, that was not God's very best. He filled me up. He filled me up. He filled me up. And I feel so fulfilled in him. And it feels better than anything that I thought I could have gotten in any relationship, in any relationship. I know what it's like to not have to wait on man or woman or a friend to fill my cup because God fills me up. It doesn't mean I don't need people. It doesn't mean he hasn't connected me to people, but he's connected me to relationships that are good for me, right? That are good for me, that are healthy, that are beneficial, that that are going to grow me, that are going to that are going to deposit into me, that are for his glory, some that are for the long run, right? And I did not have to force it. I did not have to force it. I did not have to put, I just had to make make a decision that I'm going to let this relationship go so that God could do what he needed to do for me. And he began to fill me up and he began to fill my cup. So you don't have to entertain any relationship for loneliness. You don't, you don't, you don't. And the devil will make you think, especially as you're getting older or he'll start picking you apart. He'll start saying, look, you done gained all. I'm just telling you, you done gained all this weight. This is the only man that's ever going to want you. And he'll make you think you're stuck dealing or he'll say you've gotten way too old. You done got way. He'll start lying to you. Got you. You done got way too old. He'll keep you connected to people who are from your past that you got to let go of because he's trying to excel and get you in your future. I I felt that so strong this morning. So, Father God, we just thank you for the strength to release those relationships that are not healthy for us, that are not good for us, that are not the relationships that you want us to be tied to. We thank you, Father God, that right now the cord is being severed. And that we will have the grace to stand and to release any relationship in our life that does not line up with the word of God in Jesus' name. And I just declare today that God give you the strength that you need so that you can walk away and you can sever those ties in Jesus' name. Just receive it by faith. And can I tell you something? If tomorrow, if tomorrow you fall off... right? Get back up and stand again. And I'm going to give you some tools because you're going to fall off. It's it's hard to fight, especially if there's a soul tie. It's hard to fight if you've been doing this relationship a a long time. It's hard to fight if this is a friend that you've had for 30 years. It's hard, but you want to know that every relationship you're tied to is giving God glory. It's beneficial. It's for you to groom. It's for you to grow, right? There there are four people that you're going to come in contact with in life right? And you got to make sure you understand the type of people. You're going to come into the type of people that will multiply you. You're going to come into the type of people that will add to you. You will come into the type of people that are going to divide you. And you are going to come in type with the type of people that will subtract from you. We don't need no dividers and no subtractors in our life. And so if the person is dividing you, keeping you divided, keeping you lukewarm, that's not a person you need to have in your life. If the person If the person is subtracting from you, if they're taking, if they're constantly taking from you, that's not a person that you need to have in your life. Every relationship in your life should be for God glory. Soul ties are very hard. You can have soul ties and it be a platonic and not a sexual relationship, right? And you can still be tied to a person for the wrong reason, bound, chained, locked in. But I know a Jesus that will set you free. I know a Jesus that will set you free, and you just got to learn how to work. Re- re- you got to learn how to rest in His strength, and you got to learn how to rest in His grace. So, y'all ready for the word? Y'all ready for our nuggets today? Because we're actually talking about we're actually talking about God's grace. And if this is your first time to the devotional, welcome you. We have been in a study in Romans 5 and we have been learning that we are justified by God, right? And as we're learning, we are justified by God, right? As we are learning, we are justified by God. We learned yesterday about the peace of God. And when we learned about the peace of God, and can I tell you something? Yesterday's devotional sat with me all day. It was in my belly. It was in my spirit. And I posted a post and a picture of myself and I just said I'm blameless and I just came to the resolve like I am blameless because I accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior my price is paid in full and I'm blameless so I don't have to work for this I don't have to picture myself looking a certain way because when I accepted Jesus Christ like I just it washed me. It made me whole. It renewed me. And so I just kept chewing on that all day long. Like I was chewing on the fact of what Jesus did and that I'm at peace with God. Like God and I are not at war with each other anymore. God is not against me. And if God is not against me, and if God is for me, then who can be against me? So we got that yesterday. That's one of the benefits of being justified. That's one of the benefits of experiencing the justice of God. So now this morning, we're talking about the peace with God through our Lord Jesus. We're talking about God's grace. And I want to talk to you about the grace in which you stand. And I'm going to give you a few things that you need to stand in. So this is the next part of Romans 5. And it says, therefore, since we've been justified, right, that it is acquitted of sin, declared blameless before God by faith, let us grasp the fact that we have peace with God and the joy of reconciliation with him through our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one, right? And so this morning, and it says through him, we have access by faith into this remarkable state of grace in which we are firmly and safely and securely stand. So I want to talk to you about this grace. Um, This is the second benefit of being justified, right? We are standing in God's grace. And the only way that I'm going to get with what I need is to understand that it's not on me, it's on god's grace, right? It's on God's grace, yes, Orlandra, God is not against you, God is not against you, even when you sin, God is not against you, God is for you to be reconciled. so what is grace? Grace is God's undeserved favor towards us that's the thing, and this is this, it, it it's it's um it's not just. The salvation we see because a lot of times we'll get grace and we'll focus only on salvation well who oh, i got god's grace and i'm um i'm saved great i want you to be saved i want you to be saved jesus came so you can be saved but his grace Goes beyond your salvation. His grace has to do with where we stand before God. And I'm gonna break this. What does it mean to stand in God's grace? So make sure you take your notes. So this is a continuing grace, is continuing. Can you say that? Grace is continuing. A lot of us don't act like grace is continuing. A lot of us don't understand that grace is continuing. So grace is continuing. So when we fall, come on, Holy Spirit, in sin, like we may fall in sin or we may do a sinful act, then we hide ourselves from God because we don't understand that grace is continuing or we won't pray like we're supposed to or we won't keep coming to the devotional Or we won't get up in the morning and spend time with God because we don't understand grace is continuing. And one of the hugest tricks of the enemy is for you to become isolated or for you to run from God or for you to hide from God. Or for you to think that the magnitude of the sin and the things that you've had happen are too great for the blood to bear right? It's too great for the blood to bear. But grace is, once you've received, once you Jesus Christ are making you Lord and Savior, once you've acknowledged him as Lord and Savior, once grace is continuing, it's, it's a continuing. It's the beginning principle of Christian life, but it's the continuing principle. And so we stand in grace in a present tense. Come on now. Grace is present. Grace isn't, I had grace. Grace is present. Grace is always present. His grace is always with us. His grace continues with us. His grace is um, always going to be there. His grace is there to catch us on the other side when we mess up. (laughs) His grace is there. That's what the grace is. So you have to begin to understand it's a continuing thing. It's continuing. I always have access to the grace of god it's always ongoing, right so I, I and you gotta know that you gotta know that because if you don't think that you always have access to the grace of god then when dumb things happen or you find yourself this stronghold or this tie this thing that you've been tied to is continuously not gnawing at you remember i shared with you yesterday The enemy condemnation, right? There's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. That's what Romans said. There's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. And so the enemy only comes to condemn you with what you've confessed, with what is known. He does not come to condemn you when you don't confess something because he knows you're in a continuing state of it and he wants you to stay in that continuing state. He only comes to condemn you, bring condemnation, to be ugly towards you when you've confessed, when you've recognized something as a sin. Well, God's grace is a different, it's a conviction. It's bringing you to the knowledge that the thing that I may be doing may not be pleasing to God. It may not be pleasing to God. So, What does it mean for us to stand in God's grace, right? This is where you need your pencil. Pencil. This this is where you need your pencil. To stand in God's grace means I may remain in an upright position and I'm supported by God's love and I'm supported by God's Grace and I'm supported by God's mercy and I'm supported by the blood of Jesus Christ. That's what it means if I'm standing, I'm in an upright position. I'm not in an upright position on my own merit. I'm not in an upright position because of my own doing. I'm not in an upright position. Oh, because I've loved the Lord all my life and I've done right. That is not what grace is. It is not. So if I am standing, remember into the grace in which we stand, I am being supported by God's love. I am being supported by God's mercy. I am being supported. It's Can I tell you something? It's like the blood. Remember when Peter walked on water? It's like the blood is under your feet, holding you up, declaring you righteous, declaring you worthy, even when you don't feel like it. Even when you don't feel like it. That's what the blood does. That's what the grace does. That's what the grace is. It's holding you up so you won't sink it's holding you up so you won't fall it's holding you up so you won't give in it's holding you up that's what god's grace is, right, and when we stand it's a particular attitude, but it's not based on point systems and I need you to tell that, yeah, you need to know that because we'll think if we don't do enough if we, we'll think if we're not doing enough we'll think if we not um Saying all the right words that God's grace isn't there. Nah his grace still covers us his grace is still there right galatians 3 2 and 3 says this only what i learn of you receive ye the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith are you so foolish having begun in the spirit are you now made perfect by the flesh meaning i'm not gonna continue to work i'm not getting ready to try to work in this galatians 5 1 and 4 says stand fast steadfast Therefore, in the liberty where Christ has made us free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Behold, I, Paul, say to you that if you be circumcised, he was talking to them about the law. If you be circumcised, then Christ profit you nothing. If you think it's on your works, (laughs) then Christ profit you nothing. If you think it's about what you do, Christ profit you nothing. If you think it's about being perfect, Christ profits you nothing it profits you nothing if you think it's about your doing i gotta do this christ profits you nothing you have missed the whole point of grace You have missed the whole point of grace. Can I tell you something like so that you can understand that God's grace is sufficient so you don't fall in the pitfall of doing? If you if you get the revelation that Jesus loves me and God loves me no matter what. Right. And you start spending time in your word and you start making further commitment and you start building a relationship with God. Can I tell you something? them strongholds will fall off. The sin will fall off. Your eyes will come open. I thought it was doing, I thought it was a point system, get up, do the devotional, say 20 confessions. I thought it was all about that, but it was about the relationship, my relationship with God. And as I begin to build an established relationship with God, the more I walked in my relationship with God, the more the sin fell off, the more the strongholds got weaker. Like as I walked in my relationship with God, we are way to sin conscious. Now, sin ain't pleasing. Go to Proverbs. Sin is not pleasing. God is not. God hates sin, period. That is truth. But in my relationship with God, like as I begin to be in my relationship with God, the desires change. As I begin to understand more who God was and how much God loved me, the desires change, right? But it only came from the relationship, having a relationship with God. It wasn't me mentally ascending it. It wasn't, oh, I was at church five times a week at these 30 concerts and I listened to 15 praise and worship songs. No, it was in the relationship with god it was me surrendering myself before god and the more time can i tell you something when you fall in love with god you can't help to do what right do what's right you because you don't want to disappoint him you don't want to displease him right but that comes from a continued relationship with him right and so so many of us will begin in grace And then we try to perfect it, right? And we try to be in this maturity type thing with God. But when we really need childlike faith. So if we're standing in God's grace, we're in a state and in a position, right? We're in a state and position to understand that God has us no matter what. And our point of view is God's point of view of all of what he says. And so his grace reassures us again and again and again and again and again. His grace is going to reassure us that this is how God feels about me. And how do I find this grace? It's only going to be in his word. It's only going to be in me spending time with him. It's only going to be in me being transparent before him. It's only going to be in a position in understanding more about what he says about me and how he feels about me. And the beginning is in me submitting in a relationship with him and saying to him, I don't want to go too far because I gotta, we got to chew on this tomorrow. That's enough for us to stand in. And so I'm standing in a position with him saying to him, this is what it looks like, right? For most of us that really don't know, come on, Holy Spirit, how to have a good relationship or a healthy relationship with God. It stands in me submitting. First, I'm going to accept Jesus Christ. I'm gonna acknowledge that I'm a sinner. Lord, I'm a sinner. I am a sinner. And if you know you've been a sinner or you know you've been way off, you can repeat after me. Lord, I'm a sinner. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. I'm a sinner. I have sinned against you. I've sinned against I am a sinner. I'm acknowledging I'm a sinner. But I also know that you died on the cross for me. I know that this is real, I can feel it in my heart. I know that you die, And so right now I'm asking you to become Lord and savior in my life. And then Holy spirit, I need you to help me. That's the first position. Like that's the first position. And then when I take that position, right, I open myself up For the Holy Spirit to do a greater work in me. But I have to come to the understanding that I cannot do this by myself. I cannot. This is not based on a point system. This is not based on me working this thing out. This is based on me figuring out who Abba Father is. Who is God the Father? What is the character of God? What is the nature of God, right? God likes me because I am in Jesus. That's so powerful. God likes me, I am in Jesus. So I don't have to prove I'm worthy of God's love. God is my friend. I have an access to God. So every time I get before God, can I hear you? Can you hear this? I can access God in his grace. I can access God in his love. I can access God in his mercy. I can understand how God feels about me without having to second guess it, without having to have people. And then I stand upright. I maintain an upright position because of the blood, because of his love because of the way he sees me, because of his mercy for me, and because Jesus Christ died on the cross for me. That's the position. That's the stance. That's where I stay. That's what I rest in, and that's what we've been missing all along. Why well, I paid my tithes. Woo. I got up. I did the devotional. Lord, aren't I good? No. <laughs> No, no, no. You need to pay your tithes. You need to get up and do the devotional. But you have to take it from the position that God is my friend. God loved me, that Jesus Christ died on me. God sees me worry. I'm chosen. I'm adopted. I'm approved by God. God saw something in me. Go to Jeremiah 1 and 5. God formed me in my mother's womb. And when he was forming me in my mother's womb and he was giving me all my quirkiness and he was fashioning out my size and he was telling the Holy Spirit what color my eyes were going to be and he was saying all these things about me, right? I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and pointed you. I set you apart. He was setting you apart. He was saying what he was saying about you. He was whispering it in your soul. He was breathing left, breath and life into your body, saying, this is how I feel about you, right? This is how I feel about you. He's known you. Psalms 1 and 39, Lord, you've examined my heart and you know everything about me. God knows absolutely everything about me. And I can rest in that, and I can trust in that. And the more that I get familiar with who God is and what God says about me, this I understand more of His grace, and I can rest and I can stand in that, and I'm not sinking and I'm not failing and I'm not falling because I'm understanding God's love for me and how he really 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 feels about me, and I'm only gonna get confirmation by understanding what grace really means that I'm standing in His grace, that I'm maintained that I'm upright, that I'm positioned my God, and that my point of view only becomes God's point of view. When you get that revelation, there's nothing that the enemy can take from you. He can't take your time. He can't take your money. He cannot steal from you. And the reason that he can't steal from you is because you understand the grace that you rest in. That's it. That's it. That's all we going to chew on today. I got some more in me, but I can't give it all to you at once. Small bites still equal a meal. Small bites. Isn't that good? Like, isn't that good? I stand. I am upright. God is up under me. The grace is up under me so that I don't sink, so that I don't fail. And if I don't get it all right today, Like if I don't get it all right today, then guess what? I got brand new mercies to start this all over again. So God, what are you saying about me? What were you saying about me in my mother's womb, right? Even though my mother might've tried to abort me or gave me away or whatever, what are you saying about me? What name have you given me, Father? What do you call me, priest, prophet, teacher, business owner? What do you say about me, God? Because I need to stand on that. I need to stand on that and nothing else like nothing else nothing else brand new mercies every day right fall get back up fall get back up one day you won't fall i promise if you've been falling for the same thing get back up position yourself in his word get in your face understand who god is understand the goodness of god right understand understand the grace of God, right? Understand that I got a door permanent. When I accepted Jesus Christ, I got a permanent access door to God, right? I'm free. I don't have a score sheet. My count is settled. And when I do that, I will spend way more time praising God, wanting to become familiar with God and less time hating myself. And there is so much evidence in how we hate ourselves in the things that we do. Remember in the beginning when I was saying what I was saying about the relationship? When we spend time in broken relationships, we really don't love ourselves. We really don't love ourselves. We really don't understand who God is and His grace and his mercy because if we did if we did we did we would spend way more time praising God and less time hating ourselves and less time picking ourselves apart because we would understand we are flawed by human nature but we are perfect in Christ Jesus Yep that's it that's our position today I'm I'm standing in God's grace I'm standing in grace I love y'all I love you I love you I love you but more than anything our Father loves you He loves you. He loves you. Will you just throw your hands up and receive God's love? God, I receive your love today. I receive your grace today. I'm going to stand in that grace today. I'm going to stand in your mercy today. I'm going to receive that grace, that mercy, that encouragement, and all your love for my life today. My God, in Jesus' name amen in jesus name amen, amen i love god he is so intentional with us his word for us has been just spot on and point and just moving us into a deeper and a closer relationship with us right in a deeper and closer relationship thank you thank you for being with us here with us today thank you if you want to know more about the ministry log on to the website lakishamjohnson.com go subscribe to the written daily devotional go subscribe. We got a daily devotional. You can stay in contact with us. You can find out about what we're doing. We have like Feed the Streets coming up and everything. We are a full service ministry. We are here to serve you. And our mission and our goal is to go after the one and to serve to be the extension of God's hands and feet here on the earth. So will you consider partnering with us? Consider a partnership, a monthly partnership in any amount. Consider sowing a seed into the ministry so that we can continue to get the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout the world. I love y'all, but more than anything, God loves you. Stand in God's grace today. Know that the blood is standing you and keeping you upright and you can rest in that, right? I love you so much, but more than any, thing. God loves you. So do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let someone else experience the love of God through you. Someone needs to know how much God loves them, right? Someone needs to know how God feels about them. Someone needs to know that they're worthy. Someone needs to be anchored in the truth of who God is is yes, Candice, you are worthy of a healthy relationship. We all are and healthy friendships and we deserve to be treated, right? I love y'all so much. Back in the morning, 5 a.m. We'll be here. Fresh start, 5 a.m. We're going to receive the word of God. Can I tell you, can I ask you to do something? Can you start praying? Can you start praying and anticipating the word for tomorrow can you do that? Can you start anticipating the word for tomorrow? Can you say, I'm going to anticipate that God meet us here and bring us a mighty word through Lakeisha in the morning. Holy Spirit, use her. Blow, Bring us miracle signs of word. Blow our minds tomorrow. morning. Will you start praying that? Will you start praying for the evidence of God and the power of God to be present on this devotional this morning? And if we will all be in a faith and agreement, we'll see God. We'll see the hand. Hy-